They were peaceful, they were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists, they were sightseers. With regard to the uh, presentation on Fox News last night, I want to associate myself entirely with the opinion of the chief of the Capitol Police. It was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance with what our chief law enforcement official here at the Capitol thinks. Hey, how's it going? I'm your host, James Masson, and this is Inside Four Walls. A little bit of housekeeping to start off with. So, it's been, shush, about two weeks since I've got a consistent upload schedule maintained. Uh, we had a big ice storm come through the area I'm at, and it took out all the power. It took um, about a week to restore the power after that storm, and right after they finished and just restored power, and also cell towers went down my area too so i had like no service no signal until i got to ohio it was like a three-day gap between me recording that video walking down a street where there's like no street lights no nothing just pitch black and when i actually went up because i just had no signal whatsoever but right after they got done getting everything all put up and the phone lines and everything were restored a snowstorm came through and took everything back out including the internet uh however the electricity only was out for about an hour came right back on however electricity or however uh, an internet and all that that shit went down again too so it was another three or four five-ish days six days between five between four and six days uh, where I just had no way to upload anything again, so I'm back. I got a lot to upload, so you're gonna have a little bit of a weird, irregular upload schedule, which will make more sense when everything's consolidated into one episode. I apologize. I, I know all 245 of you, which, mind you, I am insanely grateful for, and that's the bit shoot audience. Uh, Rumble, it's like 149, and various between a few dozen to a few hundred across various podcast platforms but uh if you have notifications for this turned on today or tomorrow or anytime i have a chance to upload over the next like four or five days you may want to consider putting that on to like either custom settings or just turning it off for me at least till like next tuesday just because I'm going to be trying to catch up on as much as I can. So you're going to have a bunch of like weird little mini episodes that are like between like 8, maybe 15 minutes long. Just because I'm trying to get as much caught up on as possible. So yeah, that's the housekeeping for today. Oh, side last thing. So all my fish died when the power went out. Uh, and I mean it went out everywhere. There was like nowhere I could have taken them or anything I could have done. However, my snails, uh, of my snails, one of them survived. So I have one of my original snails, cleaned the tank, everything got deep cleaned, uh, took care of the water, it's all taken care of now. Everything's all back to normal, but I have, I have one big-ass snail that was all by, him, by his lonesome and I felt real bad. So I officially got a new fish. It's a albino pleco. Named him Yen. I, uh... You know, I had the other fish for well, combination 
one of them I had for a year ago and I had for going on three and a half. So, ooh. But, oh well. Upwards and onward. Ah, the other ones were like feeder fish I got in my hands on. You know, they just, you know, they weren't really. But, uh, that's neither here nor there. Let's actually get into the real, real episode for today. I might cut this whole intro nonsense off because this episode's going to be a little bit longer than I wanted it to be anyway already. So, let's start here. This is the most recent of the news I'm behind on, so we'll start here. And with being behind on news, I can bring you more recent updated news before more mainstream outlets or people like uh, Pick Your Poison, Sam Cedar, Jimmy Dore, Tim Poole, any number of these guys. Gotta talk about it so I can bring up some information before they get to it. I mean, I was on the Ohio train derailment situation before they were, so, you know, it's not a dick measuring contest or anything, but, you know, just getting back into the swing of things. Sorry, I'm a little, like, out of practice. Normally, I'm just, bah, but. <sighs> January 6th footage shows Capitol cops escorting QAnon shaman to Senate floor. Now, I'm going to skip this video because we're actually going to watch a different one here in a minute. From March 6th, 2023. Can you believe we're already into the, uh month of the year god damn i was like it's march right yeah shit just didn't feel we're looking at that anyway by miranda divine newly released surveillance footage from january 6 2021 shows two cop uh two capitol police officers escorting jacob chansley the beyond uh behorned sorry let me zoom in on this actually so i can read a little bit more efficiently cool <clears throat> The behorned so-called QAnon shaman. And mind you, that stuff's come from uh, the media. As far as I know, I don't know anything about his social media posts. I, I didn't look deeply into this guy. I knew he was a veteran. That was of it, though. Recently found out that he was Air Force. I thought he was military of some kind. All right. Uh, anyway, so-called QAnon shaman, who has come to symbolize the riot through the halls of the Capitol and... To the very door of the U.S. Senate, the footage aired on Tucker Carlson Fox uh, on Tucker Carlson's Fox News show Monday night. Uh, <clears throat> the footage aired. I'm really see. I'm getting back into the swing of things. The footage aired on Tucker's on Tucker Carlson's Fox News show Monday night shows. Oh, God, that was a clusterfuck of sentences. There should be some more commas or something somewhere. The structure of that sentence was off. I get it. You should have put the name of the, the show at least in, like, quotes. Anyway. Whew. Monday night shows the officer closely following Chansley as he wanders the curried, uh... Yeah? The corridors of the Capitol bare-chested and wearing face paint... And a luxuriant fur hat with Viking horns. Oops, my bad. Yeah, they've been calling it the Viking hat, or the, the Chewbacca hat. They gave him the Chewbacca defense. Quote, the, uh, virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape, says Carlson, who was granted exclusive access by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to 40,000 hours of surveillance footage from that day inside and around the Capitol which has never been seen before by the public. Quote, The tapes show the Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. And this isn't anything new. 
there was already a couple people who, like, one or two people who already used the argument that, hey, I was escorted. Here's the selfie to prove it. And, you know, judges looked at the picture, saw the selfie, and was like, oh, well, you know, I'll be damned. There's other people who were on live stream, and they got out because, like, yeah, there was two. Because every person was a live streamer uh, who, uh, who filmed the fucking cops, let him in, and being like, oh, you know, I don't support you. Be I don't, I don't, you know, I support your right to protest if I don't agree with you. And they let him in. Also, you know, I don't say this very often, but base capital police, though not really because this whole thing was a fed direction, in my opinion, but let's move on. See, my original assumption was this guy was a fed, uh, because there was this guy and then there was, uh, in like the footage has been out, there was like, dude, like a, what was it, a fucking Jack Skellington hat or whatever the fuck? Something like that? Jack Skellington hoodie or some shit? Whatever, some hot topic, Spencer's bullshit. And he was walking around in there. So I was like, these guys gotta be fed, right? Because usually you go to one of these events and the people were the most outlandish looking. It's like, come on, man. At one point, the officers are uh, are seen walking Chansley past several other police officers milling around the outside of the Senate chamber who barely give him a second look. Then, they escort him to various entrances. Pardon me, hold on. Ah, sorry. They escort him to various entrances of the chamber that appear to be locked. Eventually, they help him open a door, and he enters the chamber. Chansley, a 33-year-old Navy veteran from Arizona, has been jailed for almost four years for obstructing an official proceeding. In a jailhouse uh, interview played by Carlson, he says, quote, The one very serious regret I have is believing that when we were waved in by police officers that it was acceptable which i tell you uh kind of was because if the cops let you in it means they gave you permission and that is an official you know at bare minimum you can't blame the people who looked to the authority in the room the authority room said yeah come on in it's not really on them that's more of a failure of the police that's what you gotta be looking into and i'm not the first person to say that but furthermore Again, I've I've said this for years. I'm not I'm not saying anything fucking new here. This isn't necessarily a new topic. Maybe I, uh, you know what? Maybe I will do that actually. Uh, I I found a website that will let me uh, do all my January six shit. Yeah, I can type in like whatever I want, pull up the episode from the past, whatever, like this one, October fifth, twenty twenty one, as well as debunking January six narrative. blah, Blah blah blah. So this is you know. Going on a terror would be just repeating old ground on my opinion on this topic, which uh, is also good for me saying if uh, you can go check it out. Let me get back to where I was. But, uh, in a jailhouse interview played, the only serious regret I have is believing that when we were waved in by police officers that it was acceptable. Yeah, well, see... One of my big thoughts on this is, you know, something that was reported very early on with this situation is one side of the building was a peaceful whatever. Like, cops were walking people in through these red velvet ropes or whatever the fuck. And on the other side, you had this, like, violent fucking riot going on where people showed up early and started hitting the windows and whatever the fuck. And that's the footage we got even, like, last year. Some of the footage that got leaked out show people in black blocks smashing up windows like preemptively about five-ish minutes and people were at the cap and then we found out people were at the capitol before trump was even done speaking or said anything about making your way to the capitol and your voice would be heard so there was something really fucking going on with that i think a lot of herd mentality which happens in any 
group, especially, so a lot of Republicans at this point in time weren't necessarily publicly supporting the uh, Stop the Steal stuff. So when you get a group of people who are willing to publicly support you, you're going to likely have a lot more of herd think in that kind of situation. And that seems to be what happened. A lot of people just followed and like lemmings off a cliff pushed by Disney. That's the, that's the joke there, right? There was a greater force at play manipulating everything, ultimately. Just like the lemmings being forced into her to follow each other and then jump off a cliff. You're like, wow, lemmings just run and jump off a cliff like that. That's stunning. I didn't know they were so stupid. But then you find out Disney made them do that because they chased them off the cliff and shit. You're like, oh, so there was a greater exterior force at play that none of us were suspecting that forced them to do this. Got it. So it's not actually in their nature. It's outside forces playing upon their nature. Got it. I don't know if any of that made any fucking sense. Again, I'm getting back into the swing of things, so I feel like trying to learn how to ride a bicycle almost again. It's been two weeks. I feel like I haven't done this in a decade. I'm like, oh, God. But you have, like, the one side that was all riots and fighting and so on and so forth. That was, like, kicking the doors in and shit, right? You have that. And you have the other side that's, like, people opening the cops, walking people in, taking selfies, so on and so forth. It was almost like... And by the way, you'll notice it wasn't, it was literally on two complete opposite ends of the building. That building is so long. You wouldn't see, if there's a peaceful whatever going on, and you're in a crowd that's violent, even if it's like a normal day, you're not really going to be able to see somebody down there. Maybe I just have poor eyesight. But I'm just thinking like, how the fuck would you even see down there? And it makes you think, don't you think maybe they're trying to create two separate diverging narratives for whatever reason? Perhaps early on the plan was give Fox News their narrative and give CNN and MSNBC their narrative. Or MSNBC and CNN or whoever the fuck could be like, look at these violent insurrectionists trying to take over and destroy our democracy. And then the right, I assume to be Tucker Carlson was the prediction I had back then, would be like, look at this footage of a peaceful protest and demonstration happening. While on the other side, it was a riot. Now, why is this happening? And I was like, yeah, it's because they want to hand you two diverging narratives. And lo and behold, it seems to be what kind of happened, more or less, not necessarily. And now you're seeing the other side of the footage get more attention. Sort of. Sort of. It seems to be a big smear piece on this. But I think the reason why you have, like, the two completely opposite ends of the Capitol with two completely opposite events going on is because they wanted to gift wrap narratives to dueling outlets with dueling narratives. Once I could run their thing, it would further divide the country, drive an echo chamber, you know, you know, push people into the echo chambers even further. And if the, you know, official narrative is one thing, we've seen sites like YouTube, Facebook, and other larger tech institutes, especially in the wake of what we learned about Elon Musk taking over Twitter, will ban you and take you down for not supporting an approved narrative. If you offer a challenge to group think, you are the other, you are bad. So just kind of uh it and you know when you're like oh well you know blah 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 it, it would if the right starts saying this largely anti-cathedral message of you know the cops were in on it then all of a sudden you're going against what the cathedral's narrative is and you're going to get terminated that's what my original assumption was it would be used as a big way to divide and rip people apart and then further censor people out so you just keep culling the herd of what the acceptable online right is, and you drive them into sites like Rumble and BitChute. Hey, look where you're likely listening to me. Um, unless you're on Spotify or um, CastBox, or whatever the fuck that one is. Or uh, Apple Podcasts, so it seems to be another one. But 
you're not listening to me on YouTube. Hell, I got two strikes on YouTube already. And they gave me a strike for a video that went up like a month and a half ago. Maybe a little bit longer ago, actually. So it's like, nah, you're in here, you are, right? And that's kind of what I was looking at it back then. That hasn't, a whole lot hasn't changed, but largely the greater essence of my conspiracy theory over the overall conspiracy theory that is January 6th didn't really play out as uh, dramatically as I predicted, but some, you know, I got some elements of it correct. But my question is, right, like, look, they're just standing around, and why are police walking in this photo right here? You got police walking in front of him, and this cop's way the fuck back here. No one's making any moves to stop him. What's what the fuck is this pod thing? That's that's all this like metal detector. So wait, like look right here. They just they just let him walk right past a metal detector. Like it's just kind of you know it's a little uh, little little, little skits and doodles here. In a statement, the Capitol Police suggests that one of the officers with uh, Chansley was trying to quote de-escalate the situation because. He was outnumbered, which, you know, I, I will say that's not the most unreasonable suggestion there, but it's just, again, if that's the case, why are they just chilling? Why are they walking with people? Why are they posing for selfies? If you're trying to de-escalate, you think people are really a threat. You know, we, we've seen what cops do when they think they're they're in a threat. They, they just pop off, start shooting. Hell, don't take it from me, you know. Have you seen any of these police audit YouTube channels, they harass everybody. The system just kind of hates people. So, yeah, I don't know. They, they, they seem a little too cooperative to, to feel like they, they, they were trying to de-escalate anything, but who knows? That's the thing, I have a lot of strong opinions on this, but I can't outright just be like, but it's all bullshit, because I don't ultimately know. We're finding out more and more by the day what both sides were saying is wrong and you know of course one side's far more wrong than the other one but the other side is you know not exactly 100 percent on the money either and this is a developing story and we're starting to see a lot of people on the like inside the right throw hissy fits and start melting down i mean you watched the beginning of the video okay we're gonna read this one article then we're gonna cut to the tucker clip ended and then i'll record another episode and i'll keep it under a half hour got it sorry playing in my head but that does not explain why chansley who was unarmed was able to walk past seven more officers without being apprehended eh, exactly another great point quote not one of them even tried to slow him down says carlson he quote understood that the capitol police were his allies if he were to act uh in the act of committing such a grave crime, why didn't the officer stand standing right next to him place him under arrest? Hmm. And yet, in the January, uh, and yet the narrative formed that day by Democrats and much of the media, Jacob Chansley became the face of January 6th, a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in an outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow America's democracy, says Carlson. McCarthy, a Republican from California, has been criticized for releasing the footage to Carlson, who plans to air five, uh, air five stories based on the footage over two nights that he says, quote, demolishes the Democratic narrative of January 6th, as well as Chansey's story. Carlson will air the footage that he says debunks the claims. 
that the Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick was murdered by the rioters. I mean, that was debunked fucking years ago. I've definitely done way more episodes than this about these topics, but I think I have to learn how to use the, uh, the, um, word searches here, but, oh well. Oh well. Um, I'll leave a link to this. This is more of, like, an in-general update I did with all the different articles and updates about it, but let's get back to this article, shall we? Oh yeah, I was trying to figure out where the other... I did an episode specifically, like shit i think it was early 2022 middle 2022 i did an episode all about how a second autopsy confirmed that signic died of a completely separate conjunctive heart failure issue other accusations against republicans that were promoted by the heavily partisan january 6th committee are shown in a strikingly different light by footage to be aired by Carlson. Uh, yeah, people like Liz Cheney completely got bounced out of office. Strictly different light by the footage aired by Carlson, including viral video of Senator Josh Howley, Republican from Montana, running away from rioters on the day uh, on the day that appears to have been uh, taken out of context. I mean, even if it's not out of context, I don't care what political party you are. I don't think anyone can really blame you that if you're you know, a politician, you turn down a hallway and there's a horde of people, you know, screaming and yelling and you weren't expecting them to be there. Or hell, there was tear gas and shit used on the crowd. If you smelled that and you went to go investigate, you'd probably bounce out of that bitch too if you weren't carrying. I'm just saying, not that protesters or any of these people should have been shot. I'm just saying I understand the thought process to flee. These politicians are under government protection almost all the time. The cathedral protects their own. So having people up in their own place completely unannounced to them is a little bit of a jarring situation for these assholes. So they, you know, took off. I'm not going to place on the most unreasonable expectation for someone in the position of Josh Howley. He's pampered. He's in the cathedral. Claims that Rep. Brian... Loudermilk, that's a fucking name, a Republican from Georgia, guided insurrectionists around the Capitol to help them disrupt Senate proceedings. Contrast with footage of him showing constituents around the next door, Rayburn building the previous evening. Yeah, I remember hearing about this. It was, uh... Go ahead and fact check me on this one. From what I've, under... from what I've heard uh, and what I've listened to, he's... <laughs> Hmm. Pardon me. He was giving a tour to people from his state who were there who weren't even at the rally the next day. Like, these people had nothing to do with Trump, necessarily. These were, like, special guests he had. But I'll have to look into that. Again, I'm doing different episodes on this topic. This is just going to be one part of a larger upload later. Quote, in fact, it uh, demolishes that claim. And that's exactly why the Democrat Party and its allies in the media stopped you from seeing it. Quote, by controlling the images you were allowed to view from January 6th, they controlled how the public understood that day. They could lie about what happened, and you would never know the difference. Those lies had a purpose. They created a pretext for a federal crackdown on opponents of the Uniparty in Washington. I also called the cathedral. Democrat lawmakers such as Rep. Jamie Raskins boo, of Maryland 
have warned that Carlson poses a serious security risk and will begin into the deep state coming after him, or the elected state, or uh, alleged, uh, uh, I forget what John McAfee called the merging, but oh well. And have accused the Fox News host of being a, quote, pro-Putin, pro-Orban, pro-autocrat propagandist. Because if you're if if you're not with us, you're a Ruski. Again, this is why I don't buy any of this Russia Ukraine bullshit. It's like you've always been trying to fearmonger about Russia, no matter who, no matter what. It's always pro Kremlin if you don't like it. It doesn't matter what party it is, they all do that. Quote, there are thousands of hours of footage that are out there already, Raskin told MSNBC. Quote, but but the reason all of it wasn't released is precisely because it lays out floor design. It lays out evacuation route. It lays out the vice where the vice president went and lays out. I'm, I'm not going retarded. I'm just reading this stupid shit. You, you do realize you can access these blueprints publicly, right? This is retarded. Like, first off, let's just go right here for the first level of throwing that retardation out the fucking window all the floor plans and everything are fucking public and even if they weren't public let's just use what's available on the fucking website look right here architect of the capital this is a dot gov you can go into aoc.gov slash explore hyphen capital you'll go right there scroll down here it lays out the it lays out what the levels are what's on every floor you click it it'll take you to detailed descriptions and where you can find and locate different fucking parts of the building oh you know like you know it's right here what's this uh occupied by committee rooms and the spaces allocated to various congressional officers these areas are accessible to the visitors on this level include the hall of columns roundy old supreme court chamber so on and so forth the second floor uh holds the chamber of the house of representatives in the south wing senate in the north wing as well as offices of the congressional leadership the floor also contains major public areas meaning you can go in this area that's another thing about this whole situation you have to keep in mind the capitol building is a public building it was actually weird that it was closed right now. You're usually allowed in there even when big proceedings are going on. I say that as somebody with, you know, you go in my rumble. I've been in there when, sh- when like, you know, legislation is being voted on and shit. Just send them a little camera, a little GoPro, a little press pass hanging from my little fucking vest. Just fucking thumb up my ass my own goddamn business. It's accessible to the building. People would walk in just to get to the fucking vending machines. I, uh, you know, this is just goofy. Oh, and as for the fucking floor plans and shit, my goddamn guy, look at those pictures. Oh, look, a walkthrough. Oh, no. We can't have the the fucking uh, uh, video out because it, it lays out floor plans. Well, you better tell it to the government who... Oh, no. What's this? Oh, goddamn. Looks like they're walking through the Capitol building or something. What? A straight walk through and they have these for every part of the Capitol building? Oh, 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 a walk through? No. The floor plan? That's wild, bro. I bet if I click through here, I won't find a door that says exit or emergency exit or something, right? Like, this is just goofy. 
It's such a goofy, retarded fucking claim. Oh, what's that? That little red glowing thing up there in the corner? Could that be an exit sign? I see a couple pixelated exit fucking exit signs. Oh no, buddy! It would it would it would lay out the floor plan. The only people who would do this are pro 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 Putin. Who would want the Capitol building layout to be out there where people can see emergency exits and stuff? Well, jeez, man. It's a shock to me. I guess the American government itself is a Russian asset and pro-Putin. That's a goddamn newsflash to me, considering we're arming the Ukrainians at such a rate we're running out of spare ammunition. Hmm. Wild. Wild. Oh, and as I said before, you can just look up the fucking blueprints for the goddamn building. Oh. 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 Oh no! Senator, we need to act quick! Google is a pro-Russian ally! Oh my god! Do you still- Oh no! Are these like detailed layouts of like where different people are located and a detailed map of everything? Jeez, what's this published by? Architecture of the Capital.org? Oh my god! We're right back to this fucking website! The government and Google work together to be pro-Kremlin. You fucking retards. Are you shitting me, you, you fucking glue-huffing twats? Pro-Russian because he dares to show a video, an unaired footage, that would detail the layout of the Capitol building, including showing exits. You fucking dipshit. But the reason it wasn't released is precisely because it lays out the floor design. It lays out evacuation route. Yeah, that's public fucking information, you twat. God damn. How about you do something that we all know you want to do? Take the chair part off of your desk chair, remove your pants, if you're so inclined, sweetheart, and just pop a squat on that and fucking spin to your ruling office is over. You daft monk. You're probably a fucking nunce to boot. That's just uh, an assumption on my part. Because, you know, we're going to say boldish, outlandish things. Like, if you want to put the details of the Capitol building out there, you're pro-Russian. If you are against people seeing the footage from January 6th, you're pro, uh, you're pro-groomer. Yeah, you're, you're, uh... You are for everything Michael Jackson was accused of but never actually proven of. You support that if you don't want this footage out there. Hey, we're just throwing wild-ass accusations out there with broad-sweeping strokes. I want in on the fun. If you uh, watch CNN, you are a child molester. What? I'm just saying we're throwing fucking accusations out out the fucking window. If you uh, go to Disneyland, you have in your 30s or in your late 20s, and you have no kids, you probably shouldn't be allowed around kids. Just gonna throw accusations out there. I actually stand by that one. I know people who are like Disney adults in my life, and they will not be allowed around my kids, even if I'm around. They are just no. There is something inherently weird and creepy 
about going to Disneyland past the age of like, okay, 18, maybe, you know what, I'll say 21's the cutoff, because there's a lot of bars in Disneyland, that there, there are, that there are bars in both Disneyland and Disney World, so if you're 21, I guess there's something special for you, if you went as like a kid, you want the adult experience, sure, but if you're in your 30s, you have no kids, and you go like all the time and shit, me and Ron DeSantis probably don't trust you. That's all I'm going to say, and you can draw what conclusions from that one plus one equals two math problem. I mean, sorry, two plus two plus two is five, and I'm a bigot. Um, uh, we got the floor plan. Uh, it lays out. Uh, it lays out where the vice president went. It lays out where the senior members of Congress were evacuated, and so on. Again, it's all public record. These plans are all pretty publicly known. They're not that secretive. Though you saying this is actually kind of interesting because I've always assumed that because like the protocols for these are all like so publicly accessible, I always assumed that that wasn't at all what they would do. But the fact that you're bitching about it kind of makes me think, wow, maybe they do just publicly advertise their shit like that. They might be that retarded. Oh, wait, this is the federal government that took us off the gold standard. Of course they're that fucking retarded. I mean, they paired up with the monster from Jack Eli- uh, the creature from... J- Fuck you. They they teamed up with the Cthulian monster from Jack Island. I mean, come on. This retarded-ass government. I mean, my ass got elected into the government for fuck's sake, so you know. And you've heard me talking this long, you know I'm not any fucking special light bulb in the box. Carlson's team says their footage has been vetted by congressional authorities to ensure it does not pose a security risk. Yeah, no shit. They further point out that the January 6th committee aired footage of the evacuation rounds of Vice President Mike Pence and Howley. Having failed to stop the release of the footage last week, Rep. Adam Schiff at Rep. California criticized Carlson in a tweet as a weak, weak man. Don't you have some, like, journalists to be doxing? I mean, anyone but me. I'm just saying. Uh, let's read the first three comments before we get into the video, and then we'll wrap this one up. Theodore Moore. The Sixth Amendment. Oh, that's a big one. The Sixth Amendment of the Bill of Rights explicitly states that a trial has to happen quickly. I, I see where this is going, and I like it. it. says that, it says that, quote, The accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury, as a trial, uh, as a trial cannot be unreasonably delayed. Charges may have been dropped if a suspect argues that their Sixth Amendment rights were violated, are, quote, elite, are furious that the Constitution prevents them from doing whatever they want to us. Or uh, want to do to us. I have a feeling. I, I have someone to add to that one in a minute. Uh, True Patriot says, It looks like they do anything they want to us. Those Jan 6 people sure haven't gotten a speedy trial. They are political prisoners. Aye, aye, Captain. A speedy trial, you say. And for what crime or crimes any reason will serve tyrants? base plan now the whole idea of a fair and impartial judge and jury as well as the concept of justice being blind is a and this isn't an opinion as far as i'm concerned this is a fact it is a myth it never existed even when thomas jefferson and you know uh gebonair morris and all of them sat down and wrote the constitution and filled it all out 
even they had a fucking thumb up their ass and their eyes were blinded when they came up with that fucking goofy notion it's never existed there's never been any such thing as a fair or impartial judge or court in the history of the world no matter what country you're in no matter how you feel that country i don't care if it's free market or or communist and here's why every judge and jury and everyone in that courtroom is coming in with their own experiences and interpretations of what fair is not what the law says they will they could choose to purposely misinterpret the law we're talking about people who will give people 65 year sentences and then sleep like a baby afterwards so you know we're not exactly dealing with people who think that way so if a courtroom was really fair and unbiased when you walked in you would know immediately what the outcome of that court case was going to be before you walked in but you don't you don't uh i hate to tell it to you the fair and idea thing is a, a complete myth a, that's why i don't support the death penalty i don't trust the state to tell me who deserves to die if you're gonna lock somebody up i'm for that i mean there's plenty of fucking labor that needs to be done potholes to be filled work you can be put into that would you know make them not just a net journey to the taxpayer to house but actually a benefit to the community and give them a trade a skill or some kind of job that would allow them to build a hobby they could take into the world outside of their lockup when they get released and i also don't think people uh outside of like multiple time violent felons should be banned from owning firearms if you've paid your debt to society you've paid your debt to society your constitutional rights should be absolutely returned to you without question that is just my humble opinion but i just wanted to push back on the idea of an impartial jury and an impartial judge will never exist could never exist i hate to tell it to you now let's hop over here yes let's hop over here we're gonna watch this i have it sped up a little bit And then we're going to end this episode. And I'll get into the new episode. So, yeah. These are the pictures you've seen of January 6th. They're familiar because they've been playing on a loop on every media outlet in America for the last two years. There's a reason for that. But it turns out there's quite a bit of video you haven't seen. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on January 6th. More than 40,000 hours of surveillance footage from in and around the Capitol have been withheld from the public. And once you see the video, you'll understand why. Taken as a whole, the video record does not support the claim that January 6th was an insurrection. In fact, it demolishes that claim. And that's exactly why the Democratic Party and its allies in the media prevented you from seeing it. By controlling the images you were allowed to view from January 6th, they controlled how the public understood that day. They could lie about what happened, and you would never know the difference. Those lies had a purpose. They created a pretext for a federal crackdown on opponents of the Uniparty in Washington. Our office wanted to ensure that there was shock and awe that we could charge as many people as possible. The first thing you notice from viewing the full video record of January 6th is just how many people entered the Capitol building that day. Hundreds and hundreds of people, possibly thousands, over the course of about two hours. The crowd was enormous. A small percentage of them were hooligans. They committed vandalism. You've seen their pictures again and again. But the overwhelming majority weren't. They were peaceful, they were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists, they were sightseers. Footage from inside the Capitol overturns the story you've heard about January 6th. Protesters queue up in neat little lines. They give each other tours outside the speaker's office. They take cheerful selfies and they smile. 
They're not destroying the Capitol. They obviously revere the Capitol. They're there because they believe the election was stolen from them. They believe in the system. Here's the man you've heard referred to as the QAnon shaman outside the Senate chamber. These are not rioters. These are people who wandered over from a political rally. We will not let them silence your voices. After the rally, they walked down Pennsylvania Avenue, where organizers had secured a federal permit to hold a legal rally on the grounds of the Capitol. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Once at the Capitol building, things began to get chaotic. Capitol police officers fired tear gas into the crowd. A few at the front of the herd broke windows. Someone opened the doors, and many hundreds of others just walked in. We're gonna make that the story. Of course, they did make it the story. And at the center of it, the single most famous person arrested that day was a Navy veteran from Arizona called Jacob Chansley, often referred to as the QAnon shaman. The so-called QAnon shaman. QAnon shaman. Someone named Q shaman. Jacob Chansley became the face of January 6th, a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for paying the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow us in this building. Contrast the reality of what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th, the indisputable facts recorded on video, some of which has never before been seen, with the depiction of Jacob Chansley that you've seen in the media for more than two years. He's a terrorist, they said. He should be killed. Shoot him. Shoot him. Like, if it, you burst into the United States, if he was dressed like bin Laden, would you have shot him? Shoot him. Shoot him. It makes you wonder, who are the violent extremists here? Not Jacob Chansley. And the video proves that. But you would never have known from the media coverage. The people sitting in the chairs need to be sitting in a jail cell. Chansley is in a jail cell. He's been there for months. If he was, in fact, committing such a grave crime, why didn't the officers who were standing right next to him place him under arrest? Until now, no one could even prove that even happened. But it did. We're about to show you surveillance footage from inside the United States Capitol. The images you'll see were recorded 26 months ago today, on January 6, 2021. Until now, politicians have kept this tape hidden from the public. There is no legitimate justification for that, and there never has been. On January 6, two years ago, thousands of protesters walked from a Trump rally on the ellipse outside the White House 
to the U.S. Capitol, where the certification of the presidential election was underway. The protesters were angry. They believed that the election they had just voted in had been unfairly conducted, and they were right. In retrospect, it is clear the 2020 election was a grave betrayal of American democracy. Given the facts that have since emerged about that election, no honest person can deny it. Yet the beneficiaries of that election continue to lie about what is now obvious. The real crime, they will tell you again and again, is not what happened on Election Day 2020. The real crime is what happened two months later on January 6th, when Donald Trump led an insurrection against the duly elected American government. To prove that claim and to divert attention from the details of the presidential election itself, Democrats in Congress impaneled what they called the House Select Committee on the January 6th attack. The point of that committee was to prevent Donald Trump from running for president again. In December of last year, committee members voted unanimously to refer Trump to the Department of Justice for criminal prosecution, mission accomplished. But what the committee did not do was explain what happened inside the Capitol on January 6th. Three weeks ago, thanks to the new Republican Speaker's Office, we gained access to thousands of hours of surveillance video that helped answer that question. The January 6th committee had access to this very same tape and watched much of it. But as we're about to show you, committee members lied about what they saw and then hid the evidence from the public as well as from January 6th criminal defendants and their lawyers. That is unforgivable. Whatever you think of Speaker Kevin McCarthy, he rectified that crime, and we are grateful that he did. Before we show you the tape, a few words on the process. Our producers had unfettered access to the Capitol surveillance video. Neither the Speaker's office nor our bosses at Fox News interfered in any way with our investigation. Of the 40,000 or so hours of tape, most of it turned out to be irrelevant. Static shots of empty rooms, in some cases far from the Capitol itself. To find relevant videotape, our producers were given use of Capitol computers with advanced mapping software. That made it easy to find what we were looking for. What we didn't have was access to facial recognition software, and that was significant. For more than two years, we have wondered why some in the crowd that day who seemed to be inciting violence were never indicted for it. We assumed these were federal agents of some sort. We still assume that. And in fact, there were many examples of behavior we saw in those tapes that didn't seem to make sense. Men in civilian clothes holding doors open for protesters, escorting others through the Capitol, etc. We would love to know who these people were. But as of tonight, we don't know. And because we don't know, we're not going to put their faces on the screen and suggest they were federal agents. That would be irresponsible. So there were many mysteries we could not solve. Among them, unfortunately, is the shooting of Ashley Babbitt. From the evidence we have, the publicly available evidence, it seems clear that Babbitt was murdered by a Capitol Hill police officer called Michael Byrd. Ashley Babbitt was unarmed. She was shorter in stature than average. She posed no conceivable threat to anyone. But beyond that, we can only speculate about what happened. There were no security cameras near the speaker's lobby where Ashley Babbitt was killed. And one more thing. Virtually no one in Washington, Republican or Democrat, certainly not in the news media, wanted to see this tape released tonight. That's why it's remained hidden for more than two years. In recent weeks, the usual hyenas in Congress and on cable news have been howling about we are putting lives at risk by showing this tape to the public. Given that these are the very same people who support open borders and defunding the police, it is hard to take their complaints seriously. But we do take security seriously. So before airing any of this video, we checked first with the Capitol Police. 
were happy to say their reservations were minor and for the most part they were reasonable. In the end, the only change that we made was in blurring the details of a single interior door in the Capitol building. You're unlikely even to notice it when we show you, and we are confident it does not affect our reporting. With that, here's the video. It doesn't answer every question from January 6th, far from it. But it does prove beyond doubt that Democrats in Congress, assisted by Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, lied about what happened that day. They are liars. That is conclusive. And that fact should prevent them from ever being taken seriously again. We're going to begin tonight with footage that shows you what was actually happening inside the Capitol. The footage does not show an insurrection or a riot in progress. Instead, it shows police escorting protesters through the building, including the now infamous QAnon shaman. is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. 